Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We are here today with Heather Vickery, an award-winning business owner and global leader with more than 20 years as an entrepreneur. She leverages her entrepreneurial skills and expertise to coach individuals toward greater personal and professional fulfillment by helping them leverage their fear into intentional bravery. Heather says, when we choose bravely on purpose, we choose bigger, win successes, and it's contagious. She's also the author of best-selling of three best-selling books, her most recent of which is Fuck Fearless, Making the Brave Leap. And Heather is also the co-host <laughs> or the host and executive producer of The Brave Files, a top 1.5% global podcast and co-host and producer <laughs> of Was It Chance? Girl, come on. I know. I'm like, maybe we should shorten that. But you want to get all the good stuff in. <laughs> I, sh- I even shortened this. You got too, we got too many good things to say about you. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. Uh, Before we jump into this awesome topic, why don't you tell us a little bit more about sort of who you are and what you do? So maybe a little bit of your story. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been an entrepreneur almost my entire adult life. I learned very quickly out of college that while I worked well with people, I did not work well for people. (laughs) And I don't know what it was about me. I was just like, well, then I just won't. So I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe it was the ongoing white privilege. I'm not sure, but I was like, I'll just do what I want. And so I started an event wedding planning business, which I really enjoyed and grew to be one of Chicago's top luxury event planning firms. And I, I loved it, but there was this moment in my life. I'd been married about a decade had four beautiful daughters and I found that I was living a very fear-based life. I was doing all of the things that I was supposed to be doing because that's what society told me to do. And when I got really honest with myself, I realized um, a number of things, but the, but the big, the big one was that I was married to the wrong gender. Mm. So I then took several years to, you know, come out to myself, to my then spouse, to my family. And right about the time, all of that sort of came to a pinnacle. I I realized every decision I made was Mm fear-based, every decision at what, you know, what will be the least scary, what'll cause the least chaos or destruction for other people. And, and then one morning I was looking around the breakfast table at my daughters and they were all really quite small then the baby was a, like an infant still. And I thought, what would I tell them to do if they came to me in this situation? What advice would I give them? And it certainly wasn't, well, you know, you made your bed and I'll sleep in it or suck it up. It was go out. The world is waiting for you to show up Mm. as your most vulnerable and authentic self. And those are all really cliche words right now, but this was a long time ago when there were new (laughs) words. And and I realized right then, like a, a switch flipped in me that if I wanted that for them, I had to show them how. 
I had to do that. I just show up bravely. And it didn't mean I wasn't scared because I was definitely terrified. Uh, and, and so I just felt like all of a sudden I'm going to embrace my fear. Like I'm going to do this brave thing because I can then because I want to show my kids that they can. So I, I kind of burned my whole life to the ground. I closed a really thriving, successful business to start coaching and speaking. And I, I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And, uh, I love the wedding industry because they held me so tightly. They were like, yeah, the, the, yes, this is your thing. They invited me to speak at their conferences. They had me come in and, and do workshops with their, their teams and the different companies. And so I really cut my coaching teeth on that, started speaking and doing other things. And then it occurred to me that, um, that I had, there's a method. <laughs> I love the word brave. I started the brave files podcast. I, everything was about leaning into my bravery and I wanted to piece together everything I did and that I was helping clients do. And that's how I ended up with my method, the brave method, which is what my book is about. But really all of that to say, Jessica, I'm here. My purpose here is to help revolutionize the idea of everyday bravery. Mm. That there are so many ways that we choose bravely every day. And there's something really incredible about acknowledging it because society has this push and push and push and push, right? Mm-hmm. We're always trying to do more, do the next thing, not need help, like all of these things. And when we can be on feels brave, we start to step up a little bit more confidently, a little bit more courageously, a little bit um, just more willingly. And I'm amazed. I get comments, emails, texts, DMs every day. I did this thing and it felt so brave. And I just wanted to tell you about it. And it just changes, mm-hmm. it changes us and the ripple effect is huge. And so that's how, you know, that's why I coach. That's why I do what I want to do. Um, everything just absolutely amazing. I love that. And I, something you, you said that really, what'd you say? Oh, I said, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Something that really stands out to me that you said is this phrase, everyday bravery. And I feel like that's like, give me a little bit more on that, because I feel like that sounds like a really powerful way of thinking about living our life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, as well as I do, because I follow all of your content and I'm a big fan that this notion that we're supposed to be any certain way, or we're supposed to be strong, you know, they bravery used to be assigned to people who do really big, obvious, brave things, mm-hmm. climbing mountains. And yes, quitting your job, your, your, your steady paycheck to start your own thing is brave. Coming out is brave, but also sometimes sleeping in is brave. Sometimes mm-hmm. getting up early is brave. Sometimes eating the chocolate bar is brave. And sometimes eating the apple is brave. It, you know, it depends on, on who you are in that moment. And that can shift for you literally hour by hour. Uh, and it's requires getting to know yourself, being mm. honest with yourself, being really transparent. Um, and I, you know, I have some tips and tricks and tools on ways that I, I think people can do that a little bit easier, but what I, that's what I call everyday brave is in the moment, in these, in these small intimate moments of our lives, mm. recognizing that for you in that second, this decision feels brave mm-hmm. and we really changed. So, you know, kind of a funny story that's tangent, but, but close is when I would do a lot of public speaking in person, that was all virtual. Mm-hmm. We're getting back to it. I would wear high heels. 
And I used to think that I wore high heels because people liked me better hmm. when I wore high heels because I would get a different response from them. What I figured out was that I liked me better. Hmm. I felt more in control. I felt prettier. I felt taller. I felt more confident. And then that was the energy that I gave off. And that was the energy they gave back. And bravery is the same thing. Mm. When you start to recognize your bravery and, and embrace it and celebrate it, I'm huge with gratitude and celebration. It's a really important part of my life and my core business. The people around you pick up on that and they step up into that space with you. And it's just listen, I'm not into toxic positivity. I'm not like, don't be positive for the sake of being positive all the time. We want to be honest about how we're feeling, but moving through that and finding those silver linings and, and right. Raising ourselves up is game changing. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And tell me about, so I love the juxtaposition of be brave, not fearless. And we're sort of like touching on it and dancing around it, but like, let's (laughs) just like sink our teeth into this idea of being fearless isn't necessary to also be brave. Mm, yes. So first I call complete and utter bullshit on the notion that we can really be fearless period. Mm. This idea that we will not experience fear is bogus. And it's like, it's like this marketing campaign. It's just sold to us. Now you may not have the same fears that I have. There may be some things that I feel no fear for, but still doesn't make me fearless. I don't think I just, I'm not afraid of it. Um, you can't be brave without fear. It doesn't exist. Right. So, (laughs) right. And so we want to be, when we're being honest with ourselves, uncomfortableness is fear. Like when we challenge ourselves, we experience fear. And I have learned to sort of figure out where the fear is in my body. Truly. Mm -hmm. If it shows up in my solar plexus, that's a go sign. If it shows up on the back of my neck, it's a caution sign. Hmm. It just takes getting to know yourself really well, but I just call bullshit on fearlessness, which is why I named my book fuck fearless, which has been hilarious. I love the F word. I'm a big fan. The conversation I had with my mother about where I came up with that title was hilarious, but you know, just this notion that you're supposed to be fearless and not afraid in order to be strong, in order to be a leader, in order to be respected. It's such bullshit. What happens when we get honest about our fear and embrace bravery is it models that behavior for other people. It's honest, Mm -hmm. it's approachable, it's authentic. And folks go, Oh, it's okay for me to to tell the truth right? because this person is telling the truth and I can see myself in that. And it it helps us grow. You know, I just don't think fearlessness exists. If you want to know the truth, not in every capacity. Yeah. And I think I always say, if you're living life intentionally, the fear is always going to be there because living with intention is difficult. You are constantly coming up against challenges or having to stand up for yourself or having to hold, you know, hold on tight to the reason why you're doing it in the first place in the face of haters and pushback. And I, I, yes. I couldn't agree more. I think it's literally not possible to live powerfully and intentionally without also having the fear. It doesn't need to rule the conversation. It doesn't need to rule our lives, Absolutely. but it's there. Yeah. I, I use the analogy. Like I will look my fear in the face um, mm. and, I, and, and I will say, all right, I get it. You're here. 
but I'm going to go anyway. So I'm going to put you in my pocket and we're going to go do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the analogy. Someone has given the analogy on the podcast before of fear is like the kid in, but they aren't going to drive because you're the adult. So <laughs> yeah. you drive like and the that. kid can sit in the passenger seat. You're here, <laughs> but I'm driving. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I feel mean, like- I just take it with me. We just, we go right. together and, um, and then I get past this thing. Like I have had for years, this deep seated fear of video, which is the reason I challenged myself to get active on TikTok. Mm. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go out and do it. And I still don't love it, but now I can do it. And I kind of still feel like, Oh, I have to edit myself <laughs> or watch myself, but I put myself out there that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's not as scary, but then there are new things that are scary. Mm-hmm. So tell us then, because I have a feeling the brave method is going to help with all of this, right? Listeners are like, great, good for you. I'm scared of video too. How do I start putting myself out there? So walk us through what the brave method is and how listeners can use it. For sure. Absolutely. I love this. So again, it came to me, you know, about five years after I had made my major life transformation that, that these things had been what got me through. Uh, so at first I just want to say that it's an acronym. It doesn't necessarily have to happen in order. Okay. It just works with the word brave. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, and I'll go through them quickly for you and then I can get into detail, but I will say that they're all approachable. These are all really simple concepts that does not make them easy. Simple does not mm. easy, Yeah. but you know, you're going to be like, Oh, anything about that. So brave stands for boundaries. Okay. What I call the three R's reassessment, reframing resilience, okay. action and accountability, vulnerability. And then the last one is your result, expand and empower. Mm, I love it. And I'll start with that one because I want everyone just close your eyes and hear me say this expansion and empowerment is an inside job. Mm. No one can give you that. So when I see marketing materials where they say, I empower people or we empower people. No, they don't. No, they don't. We empower ourselves. You empower yourself when you show up, when you are honest, when you set boundaries, when you take action, when you get honest and raw and true, you are the only one that can do that for yourself. So by doing something like the brave method or whatever it is that works for you, take the parts of it that speak to you and use them and the rest of them find something that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Use what you want. Don't use what you don't want. Um, I only have one rule and that's, there are no rules, but when you do these things, you end up expanding and empowering yourself Mm -hmm. and it feels fucking fantastic. So, um, so then we'll go back. The first letter is B, which is boundaries. And I am, I could talk about boundaries all day, all night. I'm a big fan boundaries are limits that define acceptable behavior. And the Heatherism on that is you get to decide what's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Stop letting everybody else decide what's acceptable for you. Um, and, you know, I always say, think about what hurt, what really hurts, what hurts the most, what's the hardest to get up and do, or what feels bad. And then think about what could I do to change it? And mm-hmm. it's usually some sort of boundary, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, set some sort of clarification around something. And then folks, you have to you have to communicate them. If you set a boundary and you don't tell anybody that the boundary is set, 
that will not work because they won't know. People can't give you what you want and need if they don't know what it is. Right. And I know there's all sorts of fear around, well, what if people don't respect my boundaries or what if they get mad or what if they don't like that? Um, what if you stop assuming what other people are going to think and you right. try it anyway and see what happens? <laughs> yeah, I love that. So that's boundaries. Um, and and I, this is, I'm not trying to push push my book, but I do go through this in detail. This is exactly what the book is about. I, I break down the Brave Method through memoir and case study stuff. So if you want more, there is more. Um, and then the three R's, which are quite frankly, my favorite. And I think they're the meat of the whole thing. Reassessment, reframing, <laughs> resilience. I was like, what are they? Reassessment, reframing, resilience. Sorry, my daughter just texted me to pick her up from school. I'm like, okay, well, and she's like, hello, 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 hello. Oh. hello. I'm like, clearly if I could respond to you right now, I would. <laughs> um, <laughs> kids are great, especially once they have cell phones. Um, I love the three R's and I use the three R's constantly. To me, this reassessment piece. So this is where, what are our learning opportunities? We didn't fail because we all know we're all smart folks. There is no mm. such thing as failure, only learning opportunities. But what's there? If we don't stop and look at what's been happening, the way we feel, the direction we're going, what we want, then we, we're moving or not in some way that we aren't intentional about. And you said that earlier with this intentional life. I've had clients who, um, if they do their, you know, they're reaching financial goals. And I'll say, well, when was the last time you looked and to see how close you were? because they're afraid of finance. Mm -hmm. And so they finally sit down and they do it and they go, Oh my God, I'm making more than my goal. Oh, so that fear of like disappointing yourself turns mm -hmm. into something to celebrate. And if we do it more often, we get less afraid, right? Or, you know, like I need to make one more sale or one more phone call or one more connection. Um, I think it's great. I have a client who uses it for her family the three R's, they do a, a weekly standup as a family. Mm -hmm. Like, where are we? What do we want to do? What's this week going to look like? You know, you can use all of that. And then you, so once you've done that reassessment piece, and I highly recommend highly that folks do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual reassessment. Mm -hmm. And they look very different, right? Your daily is, is very, very, very micro. Your annual is very macro, right? Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want with that. Then you then you do that reframing piece. Okay, well, this shit sucked. That didn't work. I don't like the way that feels. How, what do we do with that? How do we change it? What do we want instead? And then that resilience, which you know, I'm a huge fan of Angela Duckworth's uh, research mm, and her book Grit. Oh my god, she's amazing. And resilience is the number one key indicator to whether or not a person is successful. Mm -hmm. It's not skill and talent. I mean, those things are awesome, but you can be skilled and talented, but if you're not resilient, you will not be successful, period. So a lot of stuff can be taught um, and resilience can actually be taught too, which is nice. So yeah. you just have to you know, continue to show up for yourself. So that's uh, BRA is action and accountability. And I mean, the truth of the matter is folks, nothing works unless you do. If you don't mm -hmm. show up, then nothing works, yeah. but I'm a big fan of delegation. That can be part of action, mm -hmm. asking for help and support. Gosh, when I was going through my big personal transformation and, and I was like all women, like I can do it myself. I can do it better myself. Mm -hmm. I can cook. I can clean. Let me just tie your shoes for you. We'll get out the door faster. I don't need any help, but I had to have help. I was traveling for work. I had four little kids. 
I couldn't ask the people in my house for help. So I had to step out of that both personally and professionally. Can you take my kid to a play date? Can you pick my kid up from school? And, um, and everyone said yes, readily and happily. And I, what I didn't expect was this tremendous feeling of love. So when, when we ask for support and we allow people to be there for us, we realize that the, it's, we're bigger, it's bigger than that. Like we're part of something that's beautiful. And that love is, you can't get that any other way. If you shut everybody out, you don't get to experience that. Yeah. It just it works in all the ways. So, uh, and I love accountability, big fan of lots of different accountability systems. I've had, I have an accountability partner that I meet with every month, mastermind group that we do big picture stuff, but daily accountability, my assistant, mm-hmm. clearly I have to do what I have to do so she can do what she has to do. Yeah. There's that, my family, my partner, my kids, you know, just staying on top of that. But also I've had in the past, and I love this. I was just talking to clients about this this morning, a wins accountability partner. We Mm -hmm. found each other because we were participating in an Instagram challenge where we would go in every day and like say something that we didn't think was good about ourselves. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I, I I overeat or I, I, I don't get enough sleep or I'm terrible at asking for help or whatever. And we're like, Oh man, I could tell you why I'm fucked up all day long. (laughs) What I really struggle with is telling you what my wins are and what I'm great Mm -hmm. at. So for a whole year, every Friday morning, we would talk for five minutes and we would say what all of our wins were for the week. And there was only one rule. You couldn't self-disparage. So let's just say it was going to be, you know, post, I was going to post five days straight on Instagram, but I only posted twice. You can't say, well, I was going to do this and I didn't, but I did this. You can only say I posted twice this week. And then the other person's job is just to clap. Right. I love that. So I mean, oh, I loved it too. It was, I really needed it at the time. And in my group coaching program, I have a couple of clients and I was like, I want you guys to try this for the week. So there are lots of ways to bring accountability into your life and it's really Mm -hmm. game changing. And then we get to V and um, vulnerability slash authenticity, but I needed to keep the A separate. You know, I'm a big Brene Brown fan. It really is the birthplace of invention. It is when you talk about intentionality mm-hmm. and um, we want to step into our brave and we want to be thoughtful about it and we want to leave the right kind of impact wherever we go. When we are not doing that from a place of vulnerability, it just smells bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone can tell. It also doesn't feel good. And I'm willing to bet anybody who's listening, you know, you can feel it in your body when you don't show up vulnerably and authentically because mm-hmm. it, do- it doesn't feel good. And so it's just really hard to do any of these other things that we've talked about if you're not doing them truly from your heart center. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the brave method. I love it. I love every single piece of it. I'm trying to think where, what, what do I want to pull apart? I feel like there are so many things. I like that it's, I like that it's very straightforward. And I do love the idea of like, you don't have to, to be brave. We don't have to do all the things. That's we don't right. have to have an accountability partner and a plan. And well, you do need to be taking action. But that action can be, <laughs> but that action can be small. I like to remind people yes. that action, if you want to travel the world, might just be doing some research one day. That's Absolutely. Action. And I will say that sometimes the most necessary action is inaction. 
sometimes the the bravest thing we can do is nothing. I'm going to sit in this. I'm going to pause in this moment or surrender. But we don't know if we don't do that. If we don't do that internal reassessment piece, mm-hmm. we don't know what those things are for us in that moment. But yeah. yes, it can it can and should be small. I'm a big fan of small intentional baby mm-hmm. steps. Yep. And I like that. I, I feel like a lot of these pieces feed one another, like the idea, like you just said of like, sometimes inaction is action and mm-hmm. like that inaction helps build your, resi- your resilience, right? Like the more yes. you sit in the hard things, the more resilient you become when they come up. And I feel like when we can bring all these pieces together, it's clear, it makes it I feel like it gives us a good framework for looking at fear and saying like, okay, I can manage this now. Absolutely. And that's kind of the whole point. So I'm a very type A personality, but I'm also super creative and spiritual and woo woo and all of those things. And most of the people who really resonate with my stuff are type A's also. Mm -hmm. And so that is why we've put these sort of parameters around it. But I said earlier, I kind of just dropped it like a little tiny bomb, which is I only have one rule and that's that there are no rules. Mm-hmm. Do it any fucking way you want to, yeah. as long as you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make your own rules. That's what I like to Make say. Your own rules. You, you get Absolutely. to decide what the rules are. No one else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this has been really, I feel like supportive and I know my listeners are like me. And so they like a good structure and they like a good framework. <laughs> so I love what you've given us here today, but as we wrap up, why don't you give us what's like one piece, one gem that if listeners were to walk away and they remember nothing else, they remember this, what would that be? I love that question. And I have lots of different answers to it, but I think what I'm mostly feeling today is that you already have what it takes. Mm. You can do this. Start wherever you want. It doesn't matter where you start. Just pick a spot and start. Start where you are. Start right where you are. Where you are is perfect. And you are more capable and resourceful and smart and intelligent than you probably give yourself credit for. 100%. 100%. All right. Let's shift gears before we close out and tell us what you're getting intentional about right now. Yeah. Thank you. I am getting intentional about um, doing a second round of promotion on my new community membership program called the Brave Circle, which is for coaches, consultants, strategists. Really, it's for the people who spend their time supporting people in ways that help them Mm. elevate their life and their business. And it's just an incredible community of people. There's a little bit of coaching, a lot of connecting, networking, training, we go through the brave method. We have, you know, quarterly workshops for strategic planning and dreaming. And it's just a lot of fun. Awesome. That sounds perfect. And where can listeners connect with you? Absolutely. So the easiest thing to do is actually go to vickeryandco.com slash social and all of your options will come up. Every social media platform, newsletter, send me an email, schedule a call, So that's the best thing. Vickeryandco.com slash social. Easy. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yeah. And everyone else, we will catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.